Amazing. Okay. Um, yeah, so <laughs> let's get going. Uh, I need, should I do a voice? I don't know. I what type of say, voice should I do? Yes, you should. We should okay. do really shitty British accents to honor Twickenham Vicarage, my murder mystery that you should all come see because I'm putting so much of my life force into these shows. <laughs> I, I was actually going to do a, uh, a southern drawl because I'm going to have to do that pretty much all episode today. Thanks, Love man. it. <laughs> do it. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> well, howdy, and welcome to Fae Finders. Oh, God, I can't do it. Oh, this is going to be a fun episode. <laughs> <clears throat> well, hi there, and welcome to Fae Finders, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast navigating listeners into the vague and supernatural. My name is Kai, and I will be your dungeon master for Campaign Amnesia. And with me, I have the amazing Amancio. Howdy, partners. And the joyous Jupiter. Hello. The kind Caitlin. How about that? And the stupendous Sam. Well, how do you do there? Now, let's see what we can remember. All right, so quick recap uh, of last episode. So you guys all, after being rescued from the mountainside, uh, were whisked away to the town of Newport Killam um, by a young wood elf, half wood elf, I should say, uh, named Zariel. Uh, there you were introduced to Milia, her bodyguard, and uh, she kind of helped fill in as much of the blanks as she could. Um, after a long interrogation session, they bid you fair night, and you guys decided to go traversing around the town, uh, take in some of the sights and see what you could find out. Uh, while walking around, you started to notice that people were looking at Nia funny. And while getting some answers, you weren't quite getting the answers you were looking for and continued on to the Star District, 
where you found yourself at the temple of the saint after Nia had asked for a little bit of guidance. Um, there, a sister had given her some reassuring words that she just needed to follow the path that she knew she uh, had already set out for herself. And the next day, you decided to um, try your luck at getting more answers, uh, at which it was Milia who spoke up and basically admitted that she knew a lot more than she was saying. Um, but you guys were on a tight schedule as uh, Zariel had promised to take you guys to the keep in Jalen Forest, and she whisked you off. Uh, there you traversed a bit until you found yourself standing in front of a very, very tall uh, wooden-built keep. And that is where we left you off. So, picking up from there, all around you is the sound of all kinds of birds. Uh, they call out and keep the silence at bay. And you can't help but notice that standing along the keep's walls, especially um, at what you would assume would be the doorway that opens up, uh, there are quite a number of wood elf soldiers, bows drawn and arrows pointed and trained on each one of you. Um, a man, or not a man, but a tall elf appears at the center of these archers and looks down at all of you. And for a moment, he kind of just watches you, Farron. Now, th this is hardly a welcome committee, if I may say so myself. Uh, yeah, you know, I, uh, I may have forgot to tell them we were, we were coming, Zeriel says, as she, you know, kind of looks around, extremely nervous. Right. Uh, well, this this is where you wanted to go, right? So, um, yeah, I brought you. <laughs> right, Milia? And, uh, you can see that Milia is just shaking her head in disbelief at this. What are you guys doing? I just call out, well, hello there. You receive no answer back. The archers still have their bows drawn, and the man is still watching Farron. Greetings, y'all. My name is Farron. Uh, um, I'm here to pay a visit with my sister. You see the figure at the center kind of uh, almost look over all of you, and he stops on Nia and then continues before going back to you and scowls. Um, he lifts the hand up and then walks away. 
And all of the archers drop their bows and put their arrows back in their quivers. Well, for a name I just learned a day ago, sure gets us into places. Shall we continue? Yes, but let's put you in the front. Right, that way I can get shot first. Makes sense. Your name got them to stand down. I think the least you could do is take point. Naturally. Uh, do do you guys want us to come with you? Because I don't... I don't think I'm welcome here. Ah, there's no way I'm going in there without my sister, who I just met a day ago. Come on! Technically it was a week, but yeah, okay. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but we both know I don't remember that. Doesn't make it untrue, but sure. And she kind of, like, pushes you ahead. <laughs> um. So are you guys walking up to the gate? Absolutely. Yes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm okay. going to be um, either right beside or just behind Nia. Okay, sounds good. Um, as you make your way towards the the gate there's a loud crack and then the large wooden doors start to slowly open and they open just wide enough um for your party to uh pass through single file but um out steps the uh, the wood elf that had stood at the middle of the uh, the archers up atop. And he kind of has his arms folded across his chest and he's watching you with something mixed between displeasure and confusion. Farron. I think that might be your father, Farron. I think you might be right. Uh, how do you do, sir? Uh, my name's Farron, and these here are my compatriots, and, uh... I know who you are, boy. You do? What are you doing back here? Well, I... <clears throat> you see, we woke up in a cave up there in the mountains, uh, with no recollection as to anything that had happened to us in our lives, let alone our, our names, and... I found out that you're my, well, that my father resides in this village, uh, and that that's about that's about the long and short of it. Hmm. You see him kind of look between all of you again, and then he kind of turns as though hearing something that you guys don't quite pick up. And then turns back to you. One night. It's all I'm giving you. Sorry, sorry, one night here? One night here. And then you're on your way. You understand? Not really. I don't understand why you would only allow us to stay for one night. I don't understand if there's particularly bad blood or ill intent between the two of us or what the origin of 
said feelings would be because, you see, I don't have my memories. Well, ain't that just convenient for you, boy? But if you feel so inclined, you can ask around and find out exactly why it is. I'm quite surprised you'd show your face here again. Well, love to learn more about myself, and it is actually quite inconvenient for me that I don't have my memories, because I, if I had them, I probably would not have come here if I knew this was the reception I was going to receive. So my apologies, uh, but thank you, I suppose, for, for harboring me and my companions for, for just one night. I, d- I really do appreciate that deeply. And uh, he just steps aside. You guys going in? Why, yes. All right. Uh, Farron, you're leading the way? Yep. Okay. Um, as you go to pass this tall wood elf, he grabs your arm and leans down. I don't know what you're trying to pull here, but you stay away from your mother. You understand? I, I'm hearing you loud and clear, but I wouldn't know her if I saw her. Uh, what I'm trying to pull is a rabbit from a hat, and the rabbit is my memory and recollection of events in my life, and the hat is the world. So, thank you. And he lets you go. As you walk in, um, it is not a keep that you would expect. Um, when most people think of a keep, they kind of think more of like a war keep where there's a lot of like soldiers and everything is kind of dull and gray. Uh, this one in heavy contrast is actually very bright and vivid. Um, there's all kinds of different flora of vibrant colors. Uh, some glow, some um, kind of even have their own movement, despite there not really being much wind in order to give them it. Um You've got oranges, pinks, blues, uh, vibrant forest greens of all types. And uh, there's a lot of elven folk, mainly wood elves. But you do start to notice that there are elves that are similar to perhaps a wood elf, but not quite right. They're, they've got different, a little bit different features. They fit in, but they don't. Um, and as you walk through uh, the keep, a, one of the archers uh, kind of falls in line with you, Farron. And uh, while he doesn't say a word, he kind of seems to be leading you somewhere. Um, and you start to notice that there's not really any kind of houses per se, um, more so tree houses, uh, as in the houses are built and carved out of the trees. Um, and so a lot, there's a lot of, um, 
like wooden bridges that connect the the treetops as well as different walkways um and at the center of it all there is a massive massive tree and um this tree extends pretty high higher than any other tree surrounding um and there is a bit of a doorway at the the bottom there uh that it looks like people can who are on the ground level here can uh enter into in order to get to the higher levels of of this uh tree kind of civilization so to say like a tree elevator kind of but they're stairs (laughs) (laughs) so yeah he's just kind of walking beside you just kind of keeping an eye on things um he's not really saying anything uh you can see he's uh, i wouldn't say tense but weary Uh, howdy. My, my name's Farron, and, and yours is? He hesitates. Uh, Aster? A- Aster? Yeah. Well, it's a pleasure to make your connection. Right. Right. Uh, um, Aster, where's about to re- we go in? Where can me and my friends stay for the night? Don't you worry about that. Um, uh, don't, it's all been sorted out. I, I'm supposed to show you that, so that's where we're headed. And you can see that he is visibly uncomfortable uh, being in your guys' presence at the moment. Well, please, by, by all means, lead the way. We obviously we're not from around here well i mean i i, I might be from around here but the, the the rest of us aren't regardless we don't know where we're going oh uh uh okay um and he kind of takes a, a couple quicker steps to um to step in front of you guys and kind of take lead of the way uh, you can see he's a he's a little confused as to why he's having to take you there. Like he figure, you can see he clearly figured that you were kind of you knew where you were going. Um, but nonetheless, he takes you uh, into this massive tree and up what seems like a million flight of stairs. Uh, And when you guys get to the top, he takes a left and takes you across uh, some hanging walkways and leads you around the west side of the keep. And uh, you can see that as you pass by like all these kind of um, tree, I would say easiest way is tree houses but the entrances to where these tree houses are situated um everybody's got kind of like a a different setup to identify different things so you see um in front of one doorway there is kind of like a um not really a jar, but like a glass bulb that's filled with these um, 
beautiful like light blue glowing lights and they kind of they don't really float but they kind of move uh, systematically as though they have like a specific pattern to follow Um, another door has uh, these uh, kind of they almost look like maybe carnivorous flowers but they glow this bright orange um, and they're speckled with yellows and pinks and a little bit of red that underlines the leaves um another doorway has um different kinds of foliage as well as um a couple different different looking birds um one is a um like a bright purple with hints of black uh, spotted throughout it, as well as um, streaks of of what looks to be almost like a deep orange. Um, and another bird, which is much, much larger, almost the size of maybe like a toucan, um, is very darkly co- colored in dark browns. Uh, and blacks, but has white stripes throughout the feathers. Um, And as you kind of pass through all these doorways, people, people start to peek their heads out in notice and watch you go by. And a little short ways later, you guys get to uh, a doorway and there's no... There's not really any kind of special indicators outside the door other than some, you know, simple uh, fauna that kind of lines the doorway and, or sorry, flora that lines the doorway. Um, And he's like, yeah, uh, here, here you go. Um, I guess you're welcome to walk around. But, uh, yeah, dinner is in about five hours from now, I suppose. You could see if maybe someone's still got something for lunch. If you guys are hungry, I I guess. I don't know. Well, Aster, I, I greatly appreciate you bringing us here. Um here and I, I hand him a, a gold for his troubles uh he he kind of looks at it and he you, you you see him consider taking it but then you see him kind of like recompose himself and he's like no that that's all right and he quickly turns on his heel and heads back down the way you guys came right well that's one more gold for me <laughs> Well, gang, do you, do you reckon we drop our things off, get us some rooms, and then draft a plan of action? I think that'd be a good idea. Yes, I think that we should do that. As well as, since we're here, see what we can find out about you, Farron. Well, that sounds like a right intimidating time to me, but, you know... They say you should face your fears and all, so let's 
get our stuff away and how's about we do that? Perhaps they have some personal family records that we could obtain and see if there's any lineage that might interest you or at least more background about your family and your current mother and father. Mm, yes, more information about the father that wants nothing to do with me. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, at least you might know why. I, I do suppose you're right. Um, anyways, sh- should we get ourselves a room? Or room Z? Was it kind of like we pick a room that we passed? Or is it like the room that we were dropped in front of is our room? So the the doorway that you were dropped in front of, that's kind of where you were expected to stay. Um, If you guys go in and uh, talk to the the elf that is standing at the the counter when you first come in, uh, she kind of looks at you. And again, she's got the same qualities that would mark a wood elf. But they're they're quite they're kind of off. Um, like her hair is like that kind of beautiful auburn color, but it shifts in the light to like almost a um, kind of fire color. And her skin, while you know warmly sun kissed, uh, again it seems not as bright as it should. Um, her eyes, that beautiful, deep green, almost seem too deep. So you get the sense that while she's trying to fit in, she doesn't quite. And she looks at all of you. Oh, you guys are here. Oh, well, I uh, was not expecting you this soon, I suppose. Uh, nonetheless, uh, you are actually not staying here. We're, we're not. No, uh, Nalia has asked me to to actually send you to her place. Well, that's that that's great. And your name is? Oh, uh, my name is Lai. Lai. Well. Hang on, were you told about our arrival before we even got here? Oh, yes. I I was aware that you would be stopping by. News seems to travel really fast here. Oh, no, it's, uh, it wasn't that. It, um, Nalia was the one who actually arranged, arranged for you to come back home after you were finished. Who, may I ask, is Nalia? Uh, Nalia is Farron's mother. Ah. What's Farron's father's name? Uh, and and you can see now she's, like, starting to become a little apprehensive of, uh, the obvious questions. Uh, Connick? Thank you. I just wanted to make sure that you know who you served. <laughs> right. Um, anyways, you are welcome to stay here for the day, but I know that Nalia would 
prefer to see you later on tonight, maybe before dinner. Y yes, yeah. Um. <clears throat> now, I, it's, it's been a while since since I've been back here. Here, are, are you able to to tell us how to get to Nalia's from here? She cocks a brow and gives you a, a awkward smile. I, I suppose, um, just give me, give me a couple of minutes and I, I'll show you the way myself. Oh, that would, that would be fantastic. Thank you so much, Lai. Of course. Um, and she kind of disappears, uh, through a doorway for a few minutes um, and you can hear a little bit of rustling. It sounds like she's trying to find something that's kind of buried underneath, um, maybe books or clothing or cloth of some sort. Um, and she comes back out and she is carrying a, a small book. She kind of tucks it under her arm. All right, then. Um, just this way. It's not far. And, uh, she kind of pushes past you guys and takes a step out onto the, the walkways and starts heading back down the way that you guys had come, um, but then takes a sharp right and starts heading into kind of the center of the, uh, the trees here. Are you guys following? Yes. yes. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Okay. Your home is beautiful, Lai. I'm very pleased to be able to visit. Oh, well, thank you. Um, I know it, it used to be... Well, it used to be a lot more than what this is. This is kind of what we were able to save. And of course, you did such a lovely and magnificent job with your restorations. <laughs> I don't know if I would call them that. But, uh, I appreciate it nonetheless. Although, uh, it's not just me, it's, it's all of us. Um, we're still trying to figure out, uh, how to get back to some kind of normalcy after, and she kind of side glances at Farron and, uh, after what happened, and keeps going. Right, the um, the fire, right? Yes. I'm trying to look through my notes and I can't remember what the Deathbringer's name was. The, like, evil creature that, like, kills people that nobody can live to tell the tale. Oh, the Night Stalker? Ah, Night Stalker. Yes. Okay. Lai, hmm. do you ever have issues living so far into the forest with the creature called the Night Stalker. The Night Stalker? Oh my. That's a name I haven't heard in a while. And no, the, the Night Stalker is bound to the fragmented mountains. It would never dare venture up this far. It's quite interesting. They seem to be having a lot of problems with it back in... Insert name, I also forgot. Port... <laughs> Newport Killam. Newport Killam. <laughs> They seem to be having quite a few issues with it right now in Newport Killam. Well, 
uh, I suppose that is the price to pay for living so close to the mountains. I suppose so. I just wanted to make sure that you and yours were safe here. We are. The forest around us does provide a great deal of protection. That's good to know. We shall be sleeping safely tonight. Indeed. And she takes another right-hand turn and kind of starts down. Um, and she comes to a bit of a, a larger tree than the other ones you had kind of passed. And um, outside the door here is marked with a number of uh, vibrant flowers, um, both small and large, as well as um, in a wide array of different colorations, um, some of them glowing, some of them not. And uh, she looks over at you, Farron. I... I cannot give you much advice. I know... well, I would pray that you had the best intentions, but your mother seems to think differently, so it might be a little bit of a different conversation with her. Nonetheless, she did set this all up for you. I would recommend you at least show her a little bit of respect for it. Right. I I really appreciate the, the heads up lie. Um, things, well, let's just say that things with me aren't exactly how they used to be. Uh, but I really appreciate you looking out for me, looking out for us, really. Um, just let me know if there's anything that we can do for you at any point. Um, but I suppose we better and see Nalia. Not nice to keep a mother waiting. Of course. And she starts to head back and you can kind of see her raise her hand as though to place it on your shoulder and she stops and kind of hesitates. Can I grab the hand while she has it out and then put it mm-hmm. on my shoulder? Okay. Okay. And then I, I put my hand on hers. And then... Just hold that eye contact for a little bit and then leave. You see her kind of watch you go for half a second. And then she shakes her head and goes back the way that she had brought you. Farron, you've discovered a custom of how you say goodbye or perhaps hello and goodbye. I'm not entirely sure that was a custom, Um, but, you know, we can leave it at that and... Let's go see my mother, who I know nothing about. For sure. I believe that that is a lovely custom, and we should implement that now to appreciate your culture. <clears throat> I'm going right. to put my hand on your shoulder really quick before we go. <laughs> okay, I, I like awkwardly put my hand on your shoulder, too, and I'm like not holding eye contact. I'm like kind of like looking away. <laughs> this is so um. sweet. <laughs> Farron, you can hear Milia laughing. <laughs> and uh, Zariel kind of pipes up and she's like, well, um, that was all touching and everything, but uh, me and Milia, we're going to 
we're gonna we're gonna wander um you you enjoy your family reunion and before like anyone can say anything she just grabs milia by the arm and just <laughs> runs <laughs> bye uh, all right well everyone ready to meet my mom absolutely we shall go and put our hands on her shoulders maybe don't yes don't do that <laughs> very well princess just to be safe i'd rather us not get you know if it's not actually a custom <laughs> i'm sorry I <laughs> we can scratch all of that i'm more stoic than that i'm just in a silly ridiculous exhausted mood <laughs> no, it's really funny. No, that's fair. Uh, <laughs> I guess we we had supportive. into the... like oh a custom. <laughs> yeah, I'm tra- okay. We we'll keep we keep it. We keep it. It was cute. I it was. was I tried. <laughs> uh, we had into the treehouse. I guess. Yes. In, yes. In, All right. in we go. All right. So you guys head in, and uh, the first thing you kind of notice is um, the the room that you've kind of walked into almost resembles like a sitting room. Um, there are some, uh, I'd, uh, easiest way to put it is couches. They're, they're about as big as, um, uh, maybe a love seat, but they really only look that way as though meant to be comfy for one person. Um, not quite big enough to be for two, but big enough that, you know, one person could nicely curl up inside of it. Um, and they are made of... Uh, plants. They're not actually furniture made of like cloth and materials. They're made of actual um, forest plants, uh, the way that they have grown and kind of intertwined with each other. Um, That being said, the uh, little kind of coffee table is made of of a beautiful uh, kind of reddish wood, uh, similar to potuck. And a lot of the structure uh, resembles that same kind of reddish wood as well. Um, and just off to the side, you kind of see like a little cabinet with some fine china in it. Um, and you hear a little bit of rustling in the, like a further back a little bit. And um, this absolutely stunning elf steps out and she's got beautiful golden hair that kind of shifts a strawberry color in the light and um she's while short she is powerfully built um she's not petite in any way she definitely has like the body of a warrior someone who has trained with weapons um and continues to do so uh she kind of looks at all of you with these bright uh, kind of hazel eyes that are almost gold. And she's like, Ferrin, you made it. I, I, I did. These are- Well, come, th- come, 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 later, later. Mm, Don't mm. worry about all of that, just come. And uh, she kind of leads you um, towards the back of this this area and um, you see just to uh, the left of where she's kind of stopped there's like a little bit of a, uh, a doorway 
and she opens the door and uh, there is a, a room um, that is situated with a, a decent sized bed and uh, it's very simply decorated with um, a small nightstand next to the bed, uh, a bit of a dresser in the corner, as well as a bookshelf that is lined with actually quite a few books. The first books that you've seen since uh, you guys woke up. Um, and she's like, please, um, set all your stuff here. I, I can't imagine that it's comfortable carrying that all around. Thank you so much for your hospitality. Of course, of course. Uh, oh, there's so much to discuss, I believe. <clears throat> and I kind of clear my throat and like look at everyone else. And then I look back to Nalia and I say, that, that, that there is indeed, but um, to start this off, I, I suppose it would be best to say that I have recently within the past three days lost all of my memories uh, I just learned my name the other day and I just learned that this is where I'm from so really I'm starting with a fresh slate and anything we discuss is it's gonna be the first time I've heard of well anything oh and you can see like she is visibly shocked um that is that might make things a little difficult that is okay uh we can work with that um i guess our conversation will just be a little bit longer than i had expected right and father had said not to come oh, see don't worry you, about but... what that old jerk says right that that's what I figured you'd say. <laughs> Please, um, all of you. I I've, I've got tea uh, waiting if you guys want to join me. Um, we I can talk. that would be lovely. But perhaps is this going to be a wine conversation? Or is, um, it, or is it kind of not as intensive that tea is appropriate? I suppose it would really depend. Um, I don't know if I have any wine. I would have to. I'd have to check. It's oh, been well, no, so long. No trouble at all, then. Tea would be lovely. I just want to make sure we're all prepared and comfortable to find out whatever it is that everybody is so upset with Farron about. Right. Um. Yes, that is, that is probably a good starting point. Um, let's all have a seat. I'll get the tea served and um, we'll start there. Sound good? I'm going right, to nod voraciously. <laughs> she, um, she kind of gives you uh, all a weary look before turning and um, heading into what you can kind of see uh, just slightly around the corner from where you guys are is um, a kitchen that is simply set up. And um, you can see her grab a, a couple of teacups as well as a kettle. Um, 
Are you guys leaving your stuff in the bedroom that she had offered to you, or are you guys keeping it on you? I'm gonna keep my sneaky thigh dagger attached at all times, <laughs> but everything else will go in the bedroom. Okay. Okay. I'll throw my stuff in the room. And as a sign of good faith, I will also leave my stuff in the room. Alright. Sounds good. Um, <clears throat> so, as uh, she comes back out carrying a tray with all these cups and, and uh, a teapot, uh, she's like, well, um, follow me. Uh, it'll be a little more comfy down this way. And uh, she kind of rounds the corner, and um, you can see stairs that actually go down. Um, and she leads the way. Each kind of portion of the inside of this in uh, this tree is lit with those glass bulbs that are filled with that kind of soft blue um, light that kind of dances around in a very specific pattern. Um, it is calming and also eerie at the same time. Um, but you guys follow her down and she leads you into, um, what kind of looks more like a, a, a living room. Um, something that is a little bit wider, um, a little bit more spread out and something that has like actual furniture that you guys are used to seeing, like an actual couch made of like cloth and materials rather than out of the um, the plants and leaves and branches, the way that they had been woven up in the sitting room at the front. And she sets the uh, platter down on the table and um, kind of readjusts the, the sleeves of her um, simple cream gown that she's wearing. Um, and then starts passing out the teacups around and please uh, have have a seat. Uh, a seat I do take. As uh, Nisha sits down on the couch, you kind of watch as she's sitting like right on the very edge and her posture's almost a little too straight. She's not sure mm-hmm. how to feel in this environment. Mm-hmm. Um... So, uh, oh gosh. So you don't, you don't remember anything at all? Not in the slightest, I'm sorry to say. Okay. Um, did not expect this to happen. Neither did I. (sighs) We had uh, quite the adventure under a mountain. Yes. Uh, so I have heard. Um, Farron, before, before I get into too many details, I feel like I owe you an apology. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I am so sorry. What? I know you don't, (laughs) yeah, I know you don't know, but... Uh, it's something that I've I've been hoping to get off my chest for a long time and um, I think once we start talking uh, it'll it'll make a little more sense um, and she kind of 
you know, shifts her, her skirts around her and takes a seat across from you. Um, grabs a, a cup herself and takes a small sip before kind of uh, holding it in the palm of her hand. We're going to start at the fire that you had set to the forest. The fire that I had set? Yes. Uh, are, are you saying that uh, I'm the one that... I'm the reason the whole village burnt down? That's what it looked like. Although... I can't entirely say that I blame you, um, but yes, that is why, well, you were, you were banished from here. You were not allowed to step back, but here you are. So clearly that, uh, says a lot as to how much you have lost, memory-wise, that is. Yes, I, I can assure you that if I were banished from some place on account of its total destruction, I would not be especially eager to return. Uh, I, I can imagine. Um, but that being said, I'm glad you came back because... It's very important that you did. I assume you all failed. Is that correct? Failed to do what exactly? Um, and she kind of looks between you and then over to Nia and then back to you. Um... Why... Why don't we start with the legend of the Demon King? If that's where you feel we should start, I really can't weigh in on this. So, um, the legend says that long ago, there was a war between light and dark, and the light... Uh, one, but not before it took fragments of itself and almost created new beings. And darkness did the same. There ended up being four fragments of light and two fragments of darkness. And they continued this war until the light won. There was a lot that happened following this, but the Demon King was sealed away by one of the fragments of light. Uh, the Demon King being a fragment of darkness. But because these fragments came from uh, an entity, as best to say, a naturally occurring entity. It could not be destroyed, only sealed. And so, 
every 1,000 years, it is said that um, the fragment of light calls someone in order to ensure that the seal remains in place on the Demon King. And she looks over at Nia. I assume if you're still here, child, that means that the Demon King has not been resealed. I just got chills. <laughs> oh, <no. gasps> are, are you... Are you saying that I have to die to complete this mission? I am saying that that is one way. It has been the main way. However, um, I have had Milia take a look into alternative options. And she has actually found that there may possibly be another way to not only seal away the Demon King, but actually destroy him. Like, destroy him for, for good, so that no one else has to die to keep him in place. That is correct. And that is why I asked her to bring you back here. It's, I'm hoping that this might be something that you guys can do. But it is not going to be easy. I was speed writing notes. Can I just make sure I uh, got this right? There was yeah. four darkness and two light fragments. Four light. Oh, yeah. four light, two dark. Okay. Four light and two darkness. Yeah. Gotcha. <clears throat> so, um, that said, perhaps maybe this is an option, or at least an opportunity to, um, I guess for lack of a better word, redeem yourself, Farron. It sounds like I have a lot of redemption or, or atoning to do. I I don't know what ever could have possessed me to do such a thing. There's I, I had this this dream, you see this this vision and I was haunted. I was haunted by the spirits of all these these beings, these animals, these lives that were accusing me of destroying them. And I suppose now I can understand why, but I, I still don't know what could have brought me to do that. I'm. I, th I think your father and I had a bit of a a bit of a part in that. I can't say that we were the greatest parents. Now that I look back on it, um. Perhaps it was a blessing and a curse. I don't know what blessing there would be to find in the destruction of life, in the destruction of, of nature. 
in the destruction of the forest that provides so much to to you to to, to us I, I'm sorry is all I can say truly and I, I don't even remember doing what I did but clearly I, I did it and I'm, I'm sorry I know dear and I forgave you a long time ago it's it's been different without you here, to say the least. And I'm hoping that perhaps after all this is said and done, you will be able to return. Uh, but for now, you do have a mission. And if you cannot complete it soon, I fear that, well, I fear the worst is still yet to come. If the Night Stalker is one problem for the Newport Kilem. Imagine that for the rest of Myrdon. Nalia, may I ask, what kind of research is Milia doing to ensure that Nia does not have to die? Because I am quite serious when I say I will not let that happen. Milia used to be a record keeper before the purge so she had quite a bit of knowledge of the old and I had her looking into um, what are called the celestial fragments uh, pieces left by the gods that could perhaps wield enough power in order to destroy the Demon King. It's not guaranteed. She can't find anything as to how powerful these fragments are, but she said that there is a good chance that they could end all of this. Then we must make every effort. Agreed. And um, I do know, well, Milia was able to find that out, where the first two are. Um, one is actually here in the forest, and another resides in Jalen Castle. Oh, that's very convenient. We are here and we plan <clears throat> to go to Jalen after yes yeah we, we, we do plan on visiting Jalen after um you know no, no particular reason for that or anything just uh you know going as high as we can of course of course do well, you know where this fragment is No, not entirely. Um, the exact whereabouts are a little bit... Mm, how did Milia put it? Convoluted. 
only one worthy of holding it can actually find it. Um, so, it's up to, well, one of you to prove that you are worthy of holding one. And how do you recommend we go about proving such a trait? Unfortunately, I do not know the answer to that. That is something that I suppose would be uh, decided by the fragment itself. Sorry, how many fragments were there again? Four. Four. Okay. But she only knows the location of two. Gotcha. Well, it sounds to me like each one of us should possess a fragment of light if we seek to seal away the demon king, you know, once and for all. I'm, I do suppose that's correct, especially because, well, we already have some inkling about fragmentation. Right. Yeah, can't forget that. Perhaps this is exactly what is supposed to happen. You know, I think you might be right, Milliot. Wait, what? I'm so lean. Yeah. <laughs> Milia is the bodyguard. Right. Sorry. <laughs> Remember? <laughs> so lean. So lean. So lean. So lean. So yeah, that. Or weren't you Lady? Yeah. Wasn't like your last name close? It's like Milliet. Oh, yeah. yeah Lady yeah. Milliet. <laughs> oh, yes. was that what you were saying? I thought you were saying yeah. Milia. <laughs> No, no. Oh, I'm yes, you may, you may refer to me as oh, Lady Milliet. <laughs> that makes more sense. My bad. Yes, Lady Milliet. Well, um, I don't know how long I can offer you a place to stay, but you are more than welcome to take up residence here with me. Um... It's much appreciated. Would you rather I call you Nalia or call you mother or mom or... Whatever you are most comfortable with. I'm fresh out the oven. It's really up to you. Um... I'm used to mom. All right, mom. Mom, it is. Uh, you see, uh, my my father had said that we were really only permitted to stay one night in the village, and that he would not be especially pleased if we stayed any longer. So, hmm. Of course, he would say that. <laughs> he still thinks that he runs the show here. I let him believe it, but. <laughs> We do love a powerful woman. <laughs> Perhaps we should take the opportunity to search around and get some idea of where this fragment might be hiding and attempt to prove our worth in holding it. Of course, yes. Um, that, I believe, would probably be the best use of your time if you're only permitted one night. Um... Whatever you need, please let me know, and I will 
do my best to arrange it for you. Do you know anyone besides yourself that might have any inkling as to where this fragment could be in the forest? It's a big forest. The only other the only other person who would know is Milia. Right. And she's around here somewhere. She's well, she's out with Zariel. Uh for for a day out on the town, so to speak. Could you summon her? I do not summon Milia. Oh. Well, we can we can scour the the treetops and the forest floor for her and accrue some dirty looks while we do so, I'm sure. Uh Yeah. We best get used to that. I feel as though you're not the only one with the past. No, I, I suppose you're right. Uh, Mom, w- one more question. Of course. Uh, you know Leah? Leah who works down at the tavern? Was, what, what was the nature of my relationship to her? Lie, dear. Lie. lie. Sorry, lie. Oh, lie. That. Down um, at the tavern, she was the receptionist. Did, sorry, just just for clarification, you're talking about the um lady who brought you here, correct? Yes. Okay, that was lie. She was kind of like the innkeeper so yeah. to speak yeah. yeah i mean i just okay. assumed the inn was also a tavern i assumed oh, it was, was like it? one one operation uh sure <laughs> it oh, okay. great great awesome. that, i thought she was like uh, i thought she no, was no. like a receptionist at like a hotel no <laughs> like i mean so sort of yeah away. yeah no she just kind of runs it it's kind of like um <laughs> A hostel. Okay. Great. <laughs> yeah. I was having a debate it's on the, the profession. <laughs> it's for those that can't find their way home. <laughs> it happens more than you think. Oh, I believe you. That's why running like a joint tavern in business is such a huge thing. Because people get too drunk to go home. And like you can't drink and, and ride a horse. And then they can charge a premium. Yeah. Yeah. Who says that they're high on drinks? Oh, fair enough. <laughs> we have mushrooms <laughs> in this the, these elves, They got mushrooms. They've got yeah. weeds. They've yeah. Got all there's of lots of plants around here. You can eat and drink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> True. Stay Very Alice in Wonderland upstairs and party away. <laughs> a little bit of ayahuasca there, a little bit of mushrooms there, and a, a joint or two to finish it off. <laughs> yeah. So many natural things that you can put into your body and have psychoactive effects. Oh, how An extra like fee will carry you up the stairs to your room at the end of the night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, Lies actually jacked from carrying people oh, up the sure. stairs to her room. <laughs> oh, yeah. You wouldn't know it by the robe she was wearing, but... She's actually a warrior maiden. hundred <laughs> percent. That's why I'm asking the question. Yeah. Ma, sure Mom, what was the nature of, of me and Laz's relationship? Uh, she used to babysit you. Aww. Ah, 
I see. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Cute. Any more questions for me, dear? Uh, unless anyone else has them, I, I suppose we best just go find Milia. I feel to that's Milia, probably our best bet. Yes, especially because we are now on a deadline, and also because Nia will not be dying anytime soon, if I can help it, and I can. <laughs> Nia's just like, just like, has been just like staring at her hands ever since like the revelation that she might have to die, and it's just kind of like, she's like, it's been like 24 hours, and suddenly I'm a princess, and I have to die. <laughs> Pretty much. So I'm she, just yeah. going to notice. <laughs> I, I'm going to look over at you and can I perceive your nervousness? That's up to Jupiter. Um, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say that she looks nervous. It's just more like she's kind of like staring at her hands, just kind of like blankly. Disassociating. Yeah, just like just being like, what is happening? <laughs> Ooh. Can I perceive your disassociation? Oh, I would say that if they know each other, yeah, you you could probably tell that she's like in like panic mode a little bit. Mm. If you want to roll an insight check, do it that way. I'd love to, if I if I may. Uh, plus five. That's uh twenty one. Yeah, so you would definitely notice that something is a little off. I'm going to take Nia's hands in my hands and just say, do not fret, princess. I will not let anything happen to you. All right? Right, right. You stay by my side and I will protect you no matter what. She just like squeezes your hand and like nods and then just goes back to like staring at her lap. (laughs) Good. Now, let's go find Milian. Get this fragment. Okay, so you guys are all heading out. Yes. All right. We're I off on see. a mission. We're tough in good condition. <laughs> <laughs> no fear. No fear. One fear. No one fear. fear. <laughs> one fear and yeah. one. Maybe alone. just a little fear. <laughs> It's tiny, yeah, half a fear, tiny little spider. One quarter, fear, a pie chart quarter, <laughs> just one. We can't help but uh, picture that that bowl of blood when we came to consciousness. Mm. Just going like, is that what that was for? Uh oh. Oh. Like a sacrifice? Yeah. Oh, we were supposed to kill you in the bowl. That, that's kind the blood of what I'm my blood. Well, that's what I'm. I'm wondering. Do we know that you're alive, and not like undead? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Shit! This got existential. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. No, no, no. I told no. you this was going to be a fun episode. <laughs> Anyways. Nia is alive. Nisha can't just help but like watch Nia kind of like side eye. Like, is 
that the case? <gasps> Do you want to roll an insight check to see if she's undead? <laughs> Oh, Can no. I clock this scrutiny? <laughs> I kind of want to, yeah. Yeah, go for it. Oh my god. 19. 19. Okay. Is that with your modifier? Uh, it was insight? Yes. I do not have my modifier yet. Okay. Um. So. Oh gosh, what is going on here? No, don't do this to me. Look, Uh-oh. I don't know how many more revelations I can take. Hold on. <laughs> I am panicking. I'm nervous. Um, For some reason, my character sheets are blank. That's oh, really not good. No. no, no, it is not. Oh, gosh. Do you have them saved, like, backed up, or are they just on, like, D&D Beyond? Um, no, they are like PDFs on my computer. Oh. Hold on. I think it's because it's opening up in, uh, Internet Explorer. There we go. Okay. Yeah. It was opening up in Internet Explorer rather than in Adobe PDF. Okay. Take it a second. We're good. (laughs) It's not the best in this context. (laughs) Tangible. Yeah. Tangible stress. Um, sorry. So insight for you, Nisha, uh, would be a negative two. Oh, <gasps> good. So, so 17. seventeen. Still, still pretty good. Um, you you are fairly confident that she is alive. Yay! Can I clock this scrutiny? <laughs> uh, if you want to make a perception check, I will. I do. I want to clock this scrutiny. Potentially. Mm, then again, maybe not. Uh, n- <laughs> That's a nine. Nine? And is that with your modifier? Yeah, it's only a plus one. Okay. Uh, I, I would say you're still more so paying attention to Nia than you are to anyone else. So mm-hmm. you wouldn't quite catch. Um, but you guys, uh, I assume you guys are heading up to the bedroom first to recollect your things before you head out, or are you guys leaving them? Uh, I collect actually, my things. We're coming back here to sleep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, we might need to make a hasty getaway. We should collect. I've, I think that might be our best course of action, only because... With a reputation like setting fire to the village, I don't know how long we want to stay here for. Mm-hmm. Well, and if we have to go outside the city gates to look for the fragment, we might not be able to get back in. True. Mm-hmm. All right. Farron, are you collecting your things from the bedroom or are you leaving them there? May as well just leave them there. Okay. Famous last words. <laughs> I'll be fine. I got everyone, magic. Everyone else is collecting cast their a spell, things. I can cast yeah. A spell. <laughs> I um, need to be just, ready. Just real quick, did you was was that about the the bowl of blood? Was that just over table, or did like your character actually voice that out loud? Uh, my character voiced that out loud, but not 
because she's a little bit more withdrawn. I think it would have been more like a she kind of muttered it under her breath. So there's a chance you could hear it. But if you're having kind of an existential crisis moment, you might not have been not paying attention to it. Yeah, and my perception check was very low, so we didn't hear anything. Yeah. All right. So uh, you guys head back outside into the treetops. Uh, where are you going? Can I see if there's any magical component of my inner mind or lunar pulling to see if I can locate Milia? Um, yeah, sure. We can do that. Uh, do we a... have a locate person? <laughs> uh, you do not. But you can certainly make an Arcana check. Ooh, okay. I don't have my modifier for that yet. No, wait. Yes, I do, actually. It's plus five. Mm-hmm. 13 plus five is 18. 18. Okay. Um, sorry, right now you are currently on a new moon cycle. Is that correct? I think... Let me check back. I know no. that I wrote it down. You went on a full moon cycle because you got your pupils back. Yes, I did. I remember that. Okay. Um, so you kind of focus in for a moment and kind of reach for that magical power inside of you and um, concentrating on what you want it to do, you don't necessarily find what you're looking for. Um, but you are kind of thinking, you know, like it would be really great if we could find Milia. Um, and so like kind of along those lines and in your head, you hear back, well, just downstairs. Oh, Melia, did, did I, do I, do I have, do I have message? It's not message. Is it send message? The letter, the long one? The, the spell slot one? Not the cantrip? N no. Oh. It is a racial ability. Oh, do I have infect minds because I'm a dream creature? Mm -hmm. Maybe. <gasps> I have infect minds. It's not called that. Um, I don't no, know if it's called infect minds. <laughs> it you now. are you're able to telepathically communicate oh. with other willing creatures or creatures you have already communicated with previously. Oh, amazing. Um, and that's just a thing that I can do all the time, not a moon cycle thing. Correct. Beautiful. <gasps> Telepathy. Oh, guys, Milia's just downstairs. How do you, how do you know? I can speak to people in their minds. Oh. Which is in, I didn't know that I could do that, but now I do. Wait, Nia, let me speak to you in your mind. You have to be willing, I guess. Okay. Beautiful. I'm going to say through our minds, Hello, Nia. I want you to know that I am going to make sure that you are always okay. 
always protected, and if you ever need anything, this link is always open. Talk to me privately whenever you need to. Do I hear it in my head? You hear it in your head, despite the fact that uh, er, Soleen's uh, lips are not moving. Ooh, that's that's pretty cool. (laughs) Yes, now try to make sure that we can both do it back and forth. Um, so I just say in my head, like, can, can you hear me? Oh, yes. Yes, Mark. Yeah. Yes, I can. (laughs) Oh, yes. Yes, I can. Now, (laughs) never hesitate, princess. I am here to protect you. That is my sole purpose. Thank you. Of course. Now you two, just to make sure that we're all on the same page. Uh, And then I'm going to look at Farron and say, uh, let me into your mind. Uh, I don't see why not. Go right ahead. Perfect. Hello, Farron. I'm excited to traverse your homeland. We shall learn many more customs as we go. That I'm sure we shall. Perfect. Now, Nyasha. She stares very intently back at you. Will you let me into your mind? Yes. I promise not to abuse it. Only for absolute emergencies. Better safe than sorry in our case. True. And I'm going to say, hello. I hope you're doing well. Not too sure where we stand yet, but we'll be friends. I'm confident. Lady Milliet, you are winning me over the more time we spend together. Oh, that's lovely. I'm very glad. Perfect. Now that we're all psychically linked and have access to each other no matter what, because I will always be open to you and you shall always be open to me. And if we ever need, I can share all of our information back and forth, especially if we're around individuals we don't want to have hearing our secret plans, because this seems very sensitive mission. Uh, we best be off to see Milia. I wonder then, just so we all have a signal... If there's something we would like to say to you, Lady Milliette, and there's a lot of background noise, should we, like, touch our temples and look at you, or have some sort of something that we can do in a large group to help you focus in on us? Yes, I think so. Or even if it's quite a distracting situation, you can always come up and touch my arm or, yes, temple and look very directly and distinctly. All right. That's a very good plan. To Milia, then. Okay, so you guys are heading back down to the ground floor? Yes. All right. Um, so easy enough to make your way back to the main tree uh, that you guys ascended. Um, it's pretty obvious. It stands out among everything. Um, so you guys head back down that way and head back down the flights of stairs to the ground level uh, where Milia and Zariel are waiting for you. 
Hi guys! Hello, Melia. I'm glad I can now enter your mind. Thank you for that. Sure. What do you need? Now, we need to know where this fragment is. I'm going to say in hushed, hushed tones. I unfortunately do not know that. I just know it's around here. Uh, do you know how to find it? I do not. From what I understand, it finds you. I see. Perhaps um, we should meditate out in the woods and use some magic to retrieve it or see if it wants to come to us. I'll interject quickly before we jump the gun. They just said the forest. Technically, this keep is still a part of the forest. Perhaps we True. meditate here first and then work our way outside the gates, just in case they don't let us back in. I agree. Very good plan. I think, Farron, this might be... Your fr I'm, I'm just assuming because there's four fragments, four of us, we're the champions of the fragments, that sort of thing. This is probably your fragment to obtain. Right, that, that would most certainly make the most sense, although, of course, the forces of the universe do seem to work in ways that are quiet, mysterious, and unknowable. Unknowable in the sense that they remove our memories from us. Um, so really, I, I feel like it could be any one of us, but we could, we can act under the assumption safely I would say that this is my fragment yes it would make the most logical sense well I, I don't know I mean I, I I could try to meditate on something or another and see where that takes me Milia do you know if there's any most sacred places here is there a specific spot that they worshipped the old gods or is there like some place that has the most magical association uh, you can see her kind of think and she, she kind of is like searching the ground no that hasn't there hasn't been one for years. And if it were, uh, it'd be Rarick. And I don't think Rarick is who you need to talk to. We might need to try. Well, I can at least show you where it used to be. And, uh, she looks over at Farron and takes a hold of your hand and starts leading you back towards the uh, the very back of the keep. I follow. All right. Are the rest of you coming along with? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Uh, so you guys um, pass... Quite a quite a bit of people who are going about their days. Um, some, you know, are woodworking. Some um, are actually training. You can see there's quite a bit of uh, females, specifically, who um, are 
training with either uh, beautifully made swords or bows. Uh, you can see more so that any of the um, males who are training tend to train more towards the front of the keep, um, and the, while the females train towards the back. Um, but you are led past them. Uh, they don't really pay too much mind to you, although there are quite a few who do turn and look. And um, you eventually get to a large tree that looks to be not necessarily dead, but dying. And uh, she takes you inside and you can see um, at the along the back of the tree itself um, like it's it's quite a large area and it looks like it used to be a, a temple it looks like there may have once been like bookshelves that were lined uh, they now lay empty and dusted um, pews that look like you know, they're starting to rot and fall apart. And as you look around, you do see at the back of this wall carved into the tree itself is what looks to be a symbol of some sort or it had been the symbol of whatever uh, deity, Rarick, as Milia had pointed out, was. Um, you look upon a, a large octagon with a very dark almost pitch black shadow standing in the middle ominously amongst a orange field and despite the fact that the orange paint itself has started to fade especially over the years of not seeing much care it's very clear as to what the symbol originally used to be can you spell that out a little bit because i don't know what the intent was is it human sacrifice no, just a, a very ominous dark figure standing in a field of orange. Oh, like fire. like death and blood and fire. Oh, fire. Or like oh, a person God. standing oh, in the middle of a fire. Like obviously. a pharaoh standing in the middle of a fire. <laughs> Something like that. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Who knows? Pharaoh standing in fire. So, uh, sorry, go ahead. Is is that there supposed to be me? <laughs> no. No, although it was abandoned after the incident. Right, right, the, the incident. Not a lot of us talk about it. We just try to move on. Can I try to, um, do I have, like, plant growth or, like, uh, like, any, like, revival things for nature that I could attempt to do here I want to try and save the tree um not currently okay Farron I was going to try and save the tree and let you have all the credit for it because then maybe you'd be able to have a little bit more favor with your father but I don't have the proper spells to be able to do that in this current moon cycle I appreciate the effort nevertheless Celine um, but I think that regrowing this tree is not exactly what we're we're here to 
do. No, but it also might have helped with the fragment if it needs to be a sacred place that's full of life because light and life is kind of synonymous, I suppose. Good point. Um, can I try to meditate on this image? Sure. Uh, what, uh, what exactly are you doing? I'm just trying to think and recall anything that I can from that fire that might have anything to do with the fragment of light. Anything that would have been involved in, in whatever possessed me to set the fire, in the process of setting the fire, of knowing where that fragment of light could be. And I'm, I'm sort of focusing on this, this image of the figure standing in the fire. Or standing okay. in the orange, rather. Um, I'm going to say make a general intelligence check. Okay. Um, and that's a, is that a plus zero for me? Plus zero. Yeah. It's a 17. 17. Okay. So, um, you kind of step forward towards uh, this symbol that's fading on the back wall of this tree and you sit down and close your eyes and start to meditate focusing in on uh, the the incident that everybody is so mad at you over and everything that you've just learned and you start to feel a small tug at your conscience and for a moment you see flashes of images uh, come to mind the fire surrounding you the flames engulfing the greenery of the forest as well as the uh, wood homes that were, were once there um, and, and instantly this feeling of regret and disappointment and, and realization of what you have done just washes over you. But strangely, despite all that, there's still a small sense of relief, almost like triumph, that tends to hold under everything else that you know you should be feeling. And then you're running running from the keep that you guys are in, but it's not quite the same. It's different, bigger, uh, almost a different location even from what you can tell as these uh, trees fly past you. And you can hear voices uh, crying and screaming, calling for water that you're not sure if they ever found. An arrow whizzes by you, just barely scratching your shoulder but you don't even feel it. And you're not even sure where it came from. You can hear the animals calling out. There's a torch in your hand and as you run, you place it down and to light everything in your path as you make your way through this forest that you've found yourself running through. You stop and turn for just a moment and in that moment, you lock eyes with your father who is standing atop this ablazed wall and all you can see is just the disappointment and resentment in his eyes 
as he looks at you. And despite all that, you look at him with such a defiant smile across your face. You press on, and it's not until the keep is so far out of your sight that you finally stop. And the weight of it all brings you to your knees, and you just take a moment to breathe as tears run down your cheek. And the realization that maybe this wasn't what you wanted starts to sink in, starts to eat away. And it feels like a panic attack has suddenly taken hold of your chest, making it extremely difficult to breathe, hard to intake any air. All around you, all you can hear is the animals as they try to escape and the crackling of the fire as it engulfs the trees and the plants and the ground around you. And it's there that you decide that you have no choice but to keep going, but to keep running. And you're not sure how, but you find the strength to get back up on your feet and you run and you run. And then eventually you find yourself standing at the stairs of a tall castle. And it is there where that gold and white palace looms overhead that you meet a young girl with golden hair and bright blue eyes. And she doesn't ask you what's wrong. And she doesn't ask you what you've done. She just simply opens up her arms and gives you this big, bright, warm smile and simply asks you to be her friend. And that's where the dream ends. And the rest of you watching, it almost looks like as soon as Farron closes his eyes, he kind of slumps forward a bit and Milia just kind of she steps forward, but she doesn't touch him. She's just watching intently. And within a matter of seconds, he opens his eyes. And Farron, you're back. Well, um, I, I think I know where it is that we need to go. Or, or at least I know how we get there, kind of. That sounds great. Um, I, I should probably grab my things, though, before we leave. Farron, are you all right? Um, I, in my head, I, I saw the, the night that the fire was, was set, I... I ran to this golden palace and there was this this lady there who was herself she looked like a being of light and I think if we're going to find this fragment she'd be the one who would be able to tell us where it is if you're certain I will trust you I think it's the only lead we really have Right. Let me let me just go up and see my my mom, Nalia, and grab my things. Would you like a private moment with her, or would you like us to join you? Um, I'm I'm not 
certain that I'd be able to get much out of a private moment with her at the time being, actually. So if, if you'd like to come with, I mean, it's just it's a lot of stairs to get there. It's, it's, like, you don't you don't have to put in the effort if you don't want to, is what I'm saying. Of course we will, Farron. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's, let's all gonna, of us head up I'm there. I'm going to put my hand on your shoulder again. <laughs> I'll do the same. Still awkwardly. Still doesn't feel quite natural. <laughs> I've totally embraced this, and I'm just going to do it now forever. Farron, as you go to get up off the floor, you are a little stiff, and you kind of stumble. Amelia just catches your elbow. Ooh. Uh, thanks, Amelia. But, and, and thank you for, for bringing us here. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry about the fire. I, I, I guess I should say that to everyone, but, y- you know. I think the fire is the least of the concern at the moment considering all other things right demon king and all that there will be time to make up for that after you take care of what needs to be done then let's get back to nalia all right so you guys are heading back up yes Mm -hmm. okay farin would you like to show me what you saw is that can it work that way is telepathy in just words or is it in pictures as well um uh it it technically would work in pictures if farin was willing to allow it that way yeah i don't see why not do i recognize the girl uh, yeah, she looks pretty familiar. <gasps> does she? She does. Does she look like Nia? A younger version with longer hair, yes. Oh, I, I totally, I totally got that while you were, like, reading the description. Um, and I would have recognized her because, like, I've known her since forever. Um... Oh, Farron. Yeah, what is it? That's the next fragment that we must get. You ran... You ran all the way to... uh, I'm so bad with that. You ran all the way to Jalen. So... So you're saying this this castle in the woods that I'm trying to find is like the the castle castle? Yes, and the girl that you saw was a younger Nia. Oh. It's just leading us back to the same thing that Leah's or sorry, that Nia is the the fragment that is supposed to save us. But we are going to find the fragment that's in this forest. So we can't leave yet, I think. Right, right. Just more searching to be done I I suppose I'm I'm really glad you caught that or else we would have just been wandering aimlessly in the woods but now now I'm not certain where it is that we have to go where did you start the fire in the remnants of the old keep there was perhaps I, I dropped I dropped a torch and 
Perhaps that would be the best place for us to start then. Is the current keep not built on the ruins of the old one, or is it built in a different location? The current keep is built near the ruins of the old one, but ah. it is not directly on top. I, I think you might be right. That might be the best place for us to start is, is the start of the fire, because what is fire if not light, I suppose? It definitely is a source. And a source of power as well. Hmm. Well, either way, we'll still need your things then. Yeah, regardless. To the keep, after your things? Yeah, absolutely. Alright, so, uh, you guys are heading back up to Nalia's? Mm-hmm. Okay, you make your way back up. Um... As you ascend the the main tree there and get back onto uh, the the sky bridges, um, you see Connick in front of you. What did I tell you, boy? Um, that we only had one night here. Don't be smart with me. I told you to stay away from your mother. Yes, well, you see, she ensured that Lai, the the innkeeper, uh, would tell us that we were to stay at Nalia's instead of at at the inn. So, I don't know where you wanted us to stay, uh, since the inn wouldn't take us and we had to stay at Nalia's instead. I mean, we could always stay with you, but I, I take it you really wouldn't want me there. Well, at least there I'd be able to ensure that nothing happened. What have you been doing running around, causing more trouble? Uh, you know, me, uh, I, I promise I've, I've been being as respectful as, as could be. We went to go see the old tree and I, I had a, a bit of a moment. It's, it's really been nothing special. Well, all right. I just want to make sure that you aren't causing any trouble for anyone else. I think I've had my share of that for a lifetime. Hmm. We'll see if that holds true. Now, dinner is in about an hour. Are you joining? Are we invited? Everybody is invited. It is communal. I, I kind of look to the others and see what they're thinking. I think that would be delightful, and we appreciate your hospitality. Well, all right then. I will see you downstairs in an hour. Uh, see you in an hour. And he just pushes past you and heads downstairs through the trees. And you guys make your way. <laughs> Perhaps you didn't much care for your father to begin with. I I couldn't tell you, really. I mean, it's not as though my mother would be an unbiased source of that kind of information, and I don't think my father would be entirely willing to lend it up. Um, mm. I do suppose we could always ask Lai, though. She might be a 
good source of information for such a thing. I think mm. we ought to still be conscious of trusting too freely. I think that we've been very lucky so far, but we might not always be. Right, but I, I do, I do understand what it is that you're getting at. Uh, but as far as the source of information on my relationship with my father, uh, from a supposed unbiased source, I think lie. Well, it, it wouldn't hurt to ask her. Of course. All right, so I guess we head back to Nalia's, and I grab my stuff that I foolishly left on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we so thought we were going back. It's okay. You're going to Nalia's. All right. Um, so you guys head back over. Um, she's not there, but it is open. Um, so you are easily able to slip in and grab your things. Uh, is there? Are you looking around, or are you just grabbing your things and leaving? I mean, I was just going to grab the things and leave, but... Now that's an option. Mm -hmm. <laughs> loot, loot, loot! We are not stealing anything from Baron's mother. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm, I did not say that in character. Absolutely not. Uh, Celine you, would never. What are you looking around? The books. I would like to rifle through the books, please. Okay, make an investigation check. I will. Um, plus one. Mm -hmm. mm, don't think I saw anything of value. I only got a ten. But I can ten. read the covers. Um, yeah, like you, so you kind of skim over the, uh, the books that are, um, on the shelf in the room here. And, um... Most of them are actually children's stories. Oh, that's actually really sad. She missed her son so much. Are you guys looking around anywhere else or is that uh, it? Nisha would like to try to gauge the happy family vibe to see if there's any like painted family portraits or anything of the like hanging in the space. Sure. Uh, yeah, make an investigation check. Fifteen? Fifteen. Um, no family portraits. No real indication that... Like, nothing that stands out that says, I have a son. Um, most of it is pretty bare. Uh, the only thing that really kind of gives it away is the children books. And there are like a couple small children's toys that are um, sitting on top of the dresser. But other than that, it's pretty much just a normal room. Wait, can I specifically look to see if there's any like children's story on the Demon King? Like if there's like a story that like mirrors, you know, like a spooky kid's tale? Sure. Make an investigation check. Okay. Because I just got Resident Evil Village vibes from the storybook kind of thing. Like, okay. perhaps. Perhaps not. It's just a 10 again. Never mind. 
No Resident Evil story time. No. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, there's nothing that stands out uh, uh, along those lines. Mm-hmm. All right. So you have your stuff. Anything else? Um, unrelated to the room, um, I just mm-hmm. want to kind of focus in on like feelings of like light and warmth and be thinking of fragments and try to just see if I feel that pull that I felt when I was looking for the temple. Sure. Uh, make a religion check. Uh, 16. Um, I don't have my modifier for that yet. Religion is going to be a zero. So 16 then. Oh. 16. That's, that's really interesting from a cleric. All right. Um, so... You uh, try to focus in on on that uh, feeling again, and you you kind of get something, but it's far off, like it's too far. It's v- extremely faint. Um, you you get the sense that where wherever it is, it's not going to be within walking distance anytime soon. All right. So what are you guys doing? I would like to go swing by the hostel and to see Lai before we go to dinner. Sure. Uh, Easy enough. You guys can head back over. Uh, She is in the front room kind of organizing a few things. Oh, Farron, you're back. Hello. Uh, Yeah, Lai, I I, I am. Um. Can I ask you a question real quick? And and it requires a bit of a a, a setup that might sound a tad far fetched, if if that's all right. Okay. Um. So my my friends and I we we woke up the other day in a cave with well no memories to speak of whatsoever no recollection of our our lives up until that that point and so well needless to say t- today's been a lot for me to to hear about to, to learn about what this place is and what my my past is and what i've done um i i, I was wondering since nalia said you used to babysit for for our family if, if you could tell me my my relationship with with my father was like because it it seems like we're on really quite terrible terms <laughs> you can you can see she's holding holding back um it's almost like she wants to laugh but she she kind of stifles it what relationship you and your father have never seen eye to eye. Right. Was he... Was it mostly Nalia then that they raised me? No. No, it was me. Oh. Right. Right. I... Well... Thank you. I, I guess. Uh, n- no thanks necessary. 
well then uh, th- thank you for that I, I suppose we'll we'll see you at the dinner does, does everyone here eat together is it like a big long table type setup or something like that I I actually think you'd quite enjoy it I, I'm sure I will I, thank you sorry I didn't mean to trouble you again don't want to keep you from your, your work see you at dinner see you there and she goes back to kind of sorting out a few papers and, and things she has in her hands um, and that's where we're going to end tonight beautiful thank you so much for tuning in to Campaign Amnesia and remember new episodes air every third Sunday of the month at noon And be sure to check out our other adventures by searching Fayfinders wherever you tune into your podcasts. Until next time.